Yo, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to Spreading the News. This is episode 37 here on Sunday, March 12th. We're recording this episode. Thank you for joining us. Um, we're back in our little grind that we've got going. So uh, make sure to follow the channel, subscribe to our YouTube. Um, keep up with us because we are, we're looking for uh, some big things this season uh, here in season two. Uh, we got Brian with us today. Brian, what's going on, buddy? Nothing much, man. What's going on with you? Well, Brian, uh, since you asked, as you guys can see, I'm wearing my Jets beanie here, uh, waiting for some big news, hopefully happens sometime soon, but this isn't a football podcast, so I won't go into that. Um, so I'm doing okay. Uh, Danny, how about you, buddy? How you doing? I'm actually doing great. Um, watching the, uh, Canada, Great Britain game on the TV in front of me, 16, eight game is sick. And before we start, I do want to say. I've been having a lot of fun watching this World Baseball Classic. These games have been awesome. All of them. Like, all of them, even before the U.S. was even playing. Brian, our boy, Yu Chang, is the MVP of the Chinese Taipei. Come on yeah. now. He's the man. But, no, these games are awesome. It's fun to see new, st- different styles of baseball. They're all hard fought. It's exciting. Love it. Are you rooting for anyone in particular, Danny? The U.S., what? Well, I, well, no. I am rooting for the United States of America. Of course. Um, but I don't know what kind of question that is. But uh, oh, I just I just know that you have like other teams that you've been watching. So like, I mean, I've been else? watching all the teams. I, my boys from Australia. I'm not Australian, but I've been like I've been liking them because they play hard. It's it's very fun to watch. Um, the Venezuela DR game last night was fun. Seeing Glaber there. Yeah. Did you see the Did you see the uh, live stream of him? Yeah, he was going nuts in the locker room. He was having a great time. It's what Yan- I'm saying. Like these teams, in Yankees gear. He was celebrating in. Yeah. Yeah, but these teams, these teams are—they're just so exciting. Like they—they they care a lot. They wanna, they wanna win. They play to. Obviously, everybody wants to win, but like, they just play hard, and it's so energetic. I love it. It's great baseball. Great baseball. What did what did you see out of U.S. the U.S. last night? That was like you know, they got off to a little bit of a slow start, which is understandable. I mean, that pitcher was just throwing eighty nine miles per hour down the middle. They were they they were a little off balance, but Schwarber, of course, is a beast. Yeah. And so, DR lost. DR was the most hyped up team. They had the best odds to win. They lost to Venezuela last night. So I don't know if you guys I don't know if you guys saw this. Sorry to interrupt, Danny. I don't know if you guys saw this tweet. I think it was by um um uh geez, I can't remember. So sorry for whoever this is. But I don't know if you guys saw, but um Schwarber has Homer now in like every like big game yep. that he's ever been in. So like both wild cards. Both division series and both respective leagues, both championship series and the World Series, and now the World Baseball Classic. So that's pretty sick, to be honest. Um, yeah. Definitely something that you know, I've, I'd imagine that a lot of players don't have on their resume. Yeah, no, he's he's very clutch. There's not many people more clutch than him. Also, shout out to Italy. I'm Italian. They move. They're moving on to the quarterfinal round. Why is Rizzo not playing for Italy? <laughs> um, Let me ask you guys a question. This interests me. Injuries. A lot of guys play for like different teams depending on, I guess, the mood they're in. Seems what team would you guys play for if it was up to you? Oof. I guess. I mean, well, I would want to play for U.S., but they're stacked, so I'd probably Italy. I mean, yeah, it depends. What kind of player are we? Are we just like an yeah. average player, or like you we? Could play, you could play on any of the teams you wanted. You're good enough. You're gonna play. Oh, in U.S. Yeah, yeah, probably U.S. I ride for my boys in red, white, and blue. Although yeah, playing, for, playing like, for Italy would be pretty cool. Italy yeah, was, they got this it, celebration going. Like, come on, it's sick. <laughs> it's sick. I, I think that would be really cool. I think you see a lot of these guys going with like their nationalities because the U.S. team is stacked. Like Lars Newbar playing for Japan, and like yeah. 
Uh, but what does surprise me, like, I didn't expect this to be as competitive as it is. I'm loving the competitiveness of it. I wasn't like, I mean, I love baseball. So, of course, I'm, of course, I'm going to watch any baseball game. But these games have, like, really beaten my expectations for, like, how fun to watch they've been. And sure. I guess playing for your country is just a different feeling. And I love it. And that and goes just, in, it goes, not even just like the U.S. The U.S. was like the least fun game of this stretch so far. Like I've been, I've been having, like, they're all fun. Every single game, like Italy, Nether, like all pools, every pool, A, B, C, D, have provided some great baseball. I love it. Uh, I remember the the first game that we got to watch um, with the Netherlands. Um, we got to see little little solid performance there from our old friend Didi, which was nice to yeah. see. Weird seeing him at first base too. Yeah, still, still not on a major league roster. Uh, still a free agent. I have to wonder if uh, he gets signed. Right? Wow, Brian yeah. is showing us showing us the game that he's got. Yep, I got it out in front. Of him. Wait. No, I'm showing you guys the Wi-Fi. This is what I have to deal with. Oh it's yeah, frozen. it's frozen, dude. Oh, it's frozen. Commercial. They got out of that inning already. I was gonna say, Brian, give us a live play-by-play, but I guess I guess you can. I would love but to. Also, but Chase, like you mentioned, Netherlands, they they are out. They started two and zero. It seemed like they were going to walk into the next round. They lost two straight, and they are out. Yeah, but it was good to see. It was good to see Didi on the field. I mean, as you guys know, like Didi was my favorite player before he left. So, um, I always love to see Didi performing. Yeah, this so, definitely. For, like, people complain about the loose boundaries, like the loose borders of it. Like if even if you never like live there in the country, you kind of really play for what you want. Like Marcus Stroman was the U.S. MVP, and now he's playing for Team Puerto Rico. I don't really like that. He, I don't like that. I don't like that, that he switched. Wait, is he Puerto Rican? I like the loose yeah. borders, though. I do like the loose borders because baseball, you know, like they're trying to expand. So, like, they want to get well-named players to other countries. I don't like that Strowman played for U.S. and then now is playing for Puerto Rico. That doesn't yeah, make sense. It, it makes sense, but I do think it makes sense, like, why they want, you know, better guys on each team. Like, I had no idea that Trace and Clay Thompson are apparently British somehow. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I think I looked up their dad is from the Bahamas, which was previously owned by Great Britain, even though Great Britain Bahamas <laughs> got their independence from Great Britain like 60 years ago, 50 years ago, something like that. I mean, that is this? like a stretch. This guy's here with a to... little history lesson for us. Yeah. Not trying to but... knock down the uh, the Thompsons there, but that's a bit of a stretch. But whatever. I mean, I totally get it from a player's perspective, wanting to play in a competitive setting like this. Um, like, I think that's why Trey said he wanted to play, get on a roster and play in these competitive games. And I'm, you know, they're good. I, as a Yankee fan, dealing with a lot of injuries, it makes me nervous to see our guys in it. But I mean, we don't have too much. John, John Luizica, Jonathan Luizica, I blew the game for his great. squad today. Nicaragua let up three runs in the eighth and lost them the game. I think, I think it was on a. I think the pitch that he blew it on was on a sinker, and it had like it was a good, good. Uh, it was a good pitch. It had yeah. some good run to it, which was think, and just yeah, no, fought it good, off the other way. By the guy, yeah, yeah, whoever it was. I, I don't do. know. The U.S. lineup is disgusting, but the pitching, we'll see how that holds up. Yeah, the pitching is rough. I wanted to say to you guys when you guys brought up Strowman because you said he's on Puerto Rico and he played for Team USA. Um, there's a third country he's played for. We're not. We're not uh, talking about Toronto. <laughs> or I guess. I, mean, I guess. I guess city in a way. I mean, but but like he didn't. I didn't have a choice of doing that. So he's now been on three also... different teams for different countries i don't want to tell people who they can and can't play for but i think the first time you play you can't play for a different country I, yeah, that's especially, I mean. and he was our mvp he was the mvp of the last world baseball classic so brian you're saying that like if you play for one team you shouldn't be allowed to switch yeah yeah like yeah. Someone, yeah, that's if he wants to play, i should... appreciate the loose boundaries whatever like they want to expand baseball but they shouldn't like you shouldn't be able to just switch teams it doesn't make sense wait so i i don't know i, I assume otani's a u.s citizen so like 
could he hypothetically play for Team USA if he wanted to, if he was a citizen? I guess if he wanted to. I mean, if he's a citizen, I guess, but he plays here. Also, Jazz Chisholm was supposed to play for Great Britain, too, but he is not. What? Well, he's, yeah, from he's, he's from the Bahamas. He's from the Bahamas. Too, so oh, all yeah. These, all these Bahama guys, I guess, count. Yeah. But either way, like I said, I just think, like, whatever. If you play the first World Baseball Classic that you play, that's the country you should play for for the rest of your career. But yeah, that's not. I, I think I agree with you there. I, I don't. I think I. Uh, I like that take. But anyways, um, glad I sparked this conversation on the World Baseball Classic. I love it. Yeah, look at that, Danny. Why don't you give us a little little play by play of what you see right now? I'm seeing an instant <laughs> replay. I don't know if you're seeing the same. Yeah, I'm going. We're to live the... right now. I got it too. Finally. <clears throat> anyways. Anyways, um, aside from the, aside from the WBC, it, as things continue, watch the games though if you haven't. Tune in for everybody who hasn't seen games. Tune in, fun games. Now, even if not the US, tune into all any game you can. Anyways, that was that was a little fun conversation, but we gotta kind of dial things down here a little bit because things have been going on in Yankee Land with with these injuries, man. And you know we we've, we've seen these injuries in the past uh, with the Yankees. We know that they can't ever stay healthy, but this. I feel like is the first time we've seen like a lot of pretty significant spring training injuries um, that haven't come, you know, cause I feel like we're accustomed to seeing them more towards the middle of the summer. Uh, but now this is spring training. So just to start things off, well, we can start off with the big name. Um, Carlos Rodon guys, Carlos Rodon has left forearm tightness. He's going to begin the season on the IL could be back by mid to late April. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the quote. I want to ask you guys about his quote. Um, cause I thought that was super interesting. I think if you take it out of context, you can probably think that it was a really bad quote on his part. Do you guys know what quote I'm referring to? Yeah. You're, are you referring to the, I'm here to pitch in October? Yeah. So he's saying, I'm not here to pitch until like the all-star break. I'm here to pitch into October. So what is that? I guess we'll start with you, Danny, since you, uh, knew what I was talking about. What does that quote do for you? How does that make I, you feel? It kind of, kind of like. Both sides, like, it kind of makes me like him more. Like, he's ready for the playoff atmosphere of the Bronx in New York. Like, he's ready for the playoffs, and he knows that's what he's here to do. We're here to win championships. It made me like him in that sense, but also, like, dude, I want to see you pitch before the All-Star break. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. That's what he said. He's like, I'm not here to pitch before the All-Star break. I'm here to pitch in October. I mean, you, you kind of are here to pitch before the All-Star break. I understand we're probably a playoff team anyway, so, like, yeah, we really need you at your best in October, but you're a new signing. I, I, I kind of would like you to pitch. Before the All-Star break, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see you pitch. But yeah, I saw this news of him getting hurt. I woke up to it, and I just got, like, sad. I was sad. It made me sad. Yeah, Um. especially, like, not only do we want him to pitch, but, like, we're paying him all this money, yeah. not just to pitch for October. Like, we want to watch him pitch, you know? Uh, Brian, how did that make you feel? What, what were your thoughts when you saw that? It's so frustrating. I mean, he was really, like the only new name that I was like really, really excited for this year. And to find out that we're not going to see him on the mound for who knows how long really, because we know how the Yankees are with these injury timelines. Like you just, you simply never know. Like would it surprise us if he's out the whole year? No, honestly, based on these, like, cause you never know what they're saying and they lie. Uh, it's tremendously frustrating. And we have been saying, once this rotation was fully constructed that how good it was. And now we're down two of the guys. So who knows how far this rotation can take us and how, like how much of the best five are we going to get at a time during the season? I don't know. I mean, if Montas is really out basically the whole year, like probably not much if Domingo can step in and then now I guess Clark Schmidt's part of the rotation. It's not ideal, 
Um, but got to hold on until Rodon gets back and hope that he's the Carlos Rodon from the last two years, which I think he will be. But injuries definitely getting us earlier than I expected this year. Yeah, no, when when the news came out, like forearm tightness, there was a lot of speculation. You know, the Twitter doctor saying Tommy John, because that's usually kind of what leads to Tommy John. Um, not going to freak out with that. They said that the ligament that is hurt for him usually doesn't lead to Tommy John. Usually. So I'm not saying it, they didn't rule out a camp, but probably not going to. But like you said, they say late April, but you know what the Yankees, that could mean July. So yeah, does suck. definitely sucks, but hopefully come back. Don't rush back, you know? And the other thing is, Cortez is still kind of unknown. They, they they said, Boone said that Cortez was going to already, like before Rodon got hurt, Boone said that Nestor was already going to start, they were planning on starting him the fifth game of the year because they wanted to give him extra time to get back into the swing of things. But now, like, I assume they're still going to wait till the fifth day, but who knows? What if he's not 100% they have to put him on the I.O.? What, we got Johnny Brito coming up? I mean, it's just, I hope Nestor's right. right. I, he's throwing off a mound, so I think he will be, but... It's definitely a cause for concern. Like I've said in the past, you need you need like eight starting pitchers, and everybody says that you need like eight starting pitchers. We didn't have that. We were worried, and we're already seeing it bite us in the ass right now with these injuries. I haven't even played a game that counts yet. It's unreal. Yeah. And we have been saying that the strength of this team was the rotation when fully healthy, obviously, and we didn't know how we could really count on the lineup to carry us through. And now if we're not going to have our arguable best guy in Carlos Rodon for at least a month. I mean, who knows how we – how we come out this April. I don't know. Are they going to hit? Like, we don't know. Got to hit. I mean, at least we know Cole is always going to be there. Knock on wood. But he's. Oh, no. <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> Not good. But he, he really has been the, a staple on forever for us. Well, since he's been here. I don't know if you guys knew this, but I saw on Twitter the other day that this is actually Garrett Cole's first full spring training with the Yankees. And I was kind of shocked to hear that. Did you yeah. guys know that? I actually didn't know that. That is weird, but now that I think about it. And he like obviously he's in year four. So like pretty pretty wild to think about that. Um just for just for context on the Rodon injury, he was saying that he thinks uh he could pitch through it. He was saying that if he was in San Francisco, he could pitch through it. He did pitch through it in San Francisco. Um, but obviously the Yankees are just being safe. Uh Danny always mentions that, you know, April is kind of just a month where the Yankees it's just an, ex- an extended spring. Um, so they're going to play it safe with him, uh, which obviously I think is the right thing to do, uh, but it just sucks. You know, it does. Um, but yeah. Also with that, him pitching through it, I think he said he pitched through it like earlier in the season. And I think it was around May and I'm looking at his splits right now. May was his absolute worst month. He had a five, six, seven ERA. So if that's him pitching through it, then we don't want that. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he was he was really bad. So get healthy, get 100%, come back, be our co-ace like we signed you to be. And speaking of the bats that you guys were just referring to, do we have the bats? And one of our bats that we acquired at the trade deadline is now down. Another, another big injury for us. Harrison Bader, Darth Bader, late Bader. Uh, with an oblique strain, a minimum of six weeks recovery with the Yankees. So we, so the last two oblique strains that I can think of off the top of my head with the Yankees was Judge and Hicks. When Judge and Hicks both had their oblique strains, and I think it was 2018? Uh, 2018? Well, 2018, Hicks was good. Man. Okay, well then what, I think it was 2019 then. Whenever they had the oblique strains... It was not a six week recovery. It wasn't. It was it was more like a like from if I remember correctly, like a three to five month recovery. Cause like these guys were 
we're missing a lot of time. And seeing seeing this recovery timeline uh, already at being at six weeks um, is a little concerning to me. What is, uh, I guess since you started with Danny before, Brian, we'll go to you first here. Do you have like a panic meter for this? If you had to kind of guess one to 10, what would be your panic meter for Bader? Pretty high, especially because, and I hate to say this, but if you look at Bader's career, it might not be a stretch to call the guy injury prone. He's been hurt in the last, each of the last like three seasons for extended periods of time. Um, that's the last thing we needed after acquiring him at the deadline and him being such a key piece for us, especially in October, one of the only guys that hit and his defense goes without saying. And for now that to be a question mark, because we know this offense in this lineup had a lot of question marks or a few. And he was, you know, that was one that we felt really good about Harrison Bader, everyday center fielder out there. And now Chase, that's a good point. Like those last two guys were out for forever when they went down with those oblique injuries. So I think this is a huge deal. I think it's not really being talked about enough, I guess, because it's hard to talk about one thing because there are so many injuries. But if he's out for a significant amount of time, that's really, really big for the Yankees. Because like we said before we started recording, I mean, who's going to come in and take that role? Nobody's going to do a good job, as good of a job as Bader would have. Uh, we got right. like probably career minor leaguers going to take over that. And I mean, that sucks. Again, like I said, he played. He was hurt. We all know, like last year, I was nervous about getting him the deadline because he was hurt all year last year. He was hurt the year before that. He was hurt the year before that. And now he's hurt again. So I don't really know. I don't really know how much we can count on Bader at all, like in terms of playing. I, I, we know what he is when he plays, but guys not on the field very often, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I mean, I, Chase, you said you remember Hicks and Judge. Yeah, I also remember A-Rod dealt with this a little bit. I forget exactly what year, but I remember it took him out for a while. Um. So these oblique injuries are very serious. They're hard to come back from. Hopefully he can come back from it. They say six weeks. I think that is low. I don't, and we know Bader's injury history, like Brian was saying, like, I don't think six weeks is really going to be it. Like that, that we're like six weeks. We're looking at end of April. I don't see Bader playing in April. I don't even really see, I don't even know if I see him playing in May at yeah. this point. So Definitely tough as now, like, we're going to have to, what are we going to do in center? Is Oswaldo Cabrera going to be in center? Rafael Ortega, the guy, the boy, love him. He might be our center fielder. So but... let's, 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 let's break that down a little bit. So um, last week we were, we were talking about these non-roster guys that, that, you know, might have a chance to make the roster. And we were saying there might not even be an avenue for one of these guys that are performing well to make the roster. Um and I think we spoke about Steve a little bit, Esteban Florial. So I know, Danny, you and I, I think when the episode that Brian wasn't with us um, two weeks ago, we were talking about Esteban Florial, and we were saying that he's out of options. So, like, the Yankees have to have to make a decision with him. They got to, you know, it's either he's going to make the roster or he's not. Like, he can't, he can't play in spring training anymore. Um. It wouldn't shock me to see the Yankees go with Florial, like on the mm-hmm. on the roster. Like you know, I I could totally see that happening. I don't see Judge starting the year in center field. I just don't see it happening. I don't see Judge playing much center field at all. Yeah. So, is do you think like do you think we see one of these non roster guys? Do you think we see Florial in center? What do you what? Do you I mean? think we see a non roster guy. Uh, and also remember, like Willie Calhoun has been playing whatever. He's not going to play center. He can play left, and we have Hicks. I could see them putting Hicks in center, maybe Calhoun in left. Uh, I don't want Hicks in center either. Uh, Hicks, you guys see the, the play today? Did you guys see the play today? Just a little break talk about Hicks. The one sure, today sure where he I just, did. Sure he I just did. watched the ball drop over his head. Fair. Like it yeah. was, he just watched it like it was going foul, and it landed fair right behind him. It was one of the worst plays I've ever seen. 
But no, I do think we will see a non-roster guy. I honestly do. Um, Rafael Ortega has good numbers against righties. I've mentioned that before. At least in his good season, he did. And he has had success. So maybe as a bat against righties, maybe Cabrera could play against lefties, left or center, whatever. Uh, I do see it being kind of a platoon situation. I don't think we're going to have an everyday guy take the role. I think it'll be like split Cabrera, one of these non-roster guys. I think I don't think someone's going to play every day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I, I totally agree with you. Um, And I like I said, I, I wouldn't rule out Florial because we know that uh, the Yankees kind of, uh, I wouldn't say have an attachment to him just because he's never kind of had a full-time role. But uh, he always comfortable with him. Yeah, they're comfortable with him. They know him. And he always manages to find a way to get like some starts throughout the year. So um, we'll see what happens there. Uh, I'm not looking forward to that at all because, you know, like Bader was arguably our best hitter in the playoffs last season. And a lot of people, including myself, were hoping that he was going to be able to build on that. Um, I don't think anyone expected him to kind of give the production that he gave in the, in the postseason last year. Uh, but he's obviously, you know, a, he's a good center fielder. So uh, it really sucks to to see him go down too. And like now, like to an already bad lineup, they're just downgrading again. Um, so super unfortunate. Yeah, sucks. sucks. And then moving on to, I guess, another injury because they're just coming everywhere, right? Oh, geez. That's what she said. Uh, Lou Trevino. <laughs> Lou Trevino. Uh, he is he's also out. Uh, he's going to be out until they're saying maybe May-ish. Uh, there's no really set timetable for him either with a mid-elbow ligament sprain, uh, whatever that means. I'm no doctor, so I can't tell you what that means. Doesn't sound good. <laughs> Doesn't sound good. So we're already down Canely. We're already down Lou Trevino. Um, so I guess now what already was a solid bullpen is now going to be not solid. So <laughs> you know what? At least uh, at least our moves, the deadline last year, are really helping us out this year. Yeah, that's a good point, Brian. I really like that you brought that up because um, not one of those guys is going to be helping us this year because <laughs> because um, they're either – well, one of us, our, our probably biggest acquisition, right? Biggest acquisition is now in Chicago, in the Midwest. Uh, and, oh, no, sorry. Do you think guys, do you think Bader was the biggest acquisition? Or do you think Ben and Tim? I think Ben and Tim. Uh, at the time, it was Ben, ben and at the time, No, at the time, it was Montas. It was Montas. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I still disagree. I think Ben and we because the offense was a huge problem at that time, and we were so, like, no, they needed contact. Montas, guy. we all thought Montas was going to be, like, our two. Like, he's going to be that guy, like, the two. We needed a number two starter. I think Montas was the, definitely the biggest one. Uh, remember, remember we were going to the Yankee. I remember I was in the train station waiting for Chase. We were waiting for Chase to get to the train station because we were going to the game. Remember, I posted a video on our Instagram, like, World Series back on. We got Montas. Like, this is great. And Yeah, you know, meanwhile, he has a 6.5 year right away from Oakland, and he is hurt all, of, all the time. Yeah, and he we traded for him hurt. Like, I, you can't blame Cashman for injuries, right? Like, Dude. people are so quick to say Cashman sucks, but the Montas one you can because he was literally hurt when he came here. He's admitted to coming over here hurt. So that that one is might be an excuse for just being terrible. Hey, who knows? You never know with these guys because they lie all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. I was hurt. I was hurt. No, you just suck. Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, but like you said, Brian, not one of those, not one of those acquisitions is gonna be helping us, at least early on in the year. Um so we'll see what happens there. I mean, 
I feel like the Yankees already are trending towards the direction of uh, the Scranton Rail Rider Yankees again. And it's we're not even like in August because we see that like every August, every year. So we're not even at all Yankees. So um, I don't know. It's scary. It's scary. And then we're all, even this morning. Was it this morning we got the Rizzo report about his back or was that yesterday? Yeah, this morning. So Rizzo, how did uh, Boone define it? One of you said it before. What did he say it was? Yeah, his back's cranky, you know, because that's a normal right. medical term that people use. It's like yeah. foot stuff. He's got foot stuff. He's got back stuff. It's cranky. His back's cranky. It's so, so funny when Brian Hoke puts that in quotes because he like he's trying to it's his little way of being like, how stupid is that without actually coming out and saying <laughs> yeah. it? I think they said I think he said he should be back in the lineup this week. Uh, but again, like another concern, something they have to keep an eye on. Rizzo had a back problem last year, and it yeah, Rizzo had him, back problems. So sidelined him for a lot of games. Um, you know, in that long freaking sixty game drought that we had. Um, so it was the that, worst August. So like we went, we could be looking at um a AAA lineup with the exception exception of our, I guess, our infield and Judge, and well, I guess not Rizzo. Oh no, DJ but, would just play first. DJ would just play first. Yeah, I mean that's a lot of non triple A guys. That that leaves two, two not good guys. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> but well, I mean if you count Clark and the pitchers, maybe. Yeah, I guess you could well Clark is a Clark is a major leaguer. Clark is a quadruple A player. Well, we no, spoke he's a bullpen guy. He could be a solid bullpen guy. No, I like I love he Clark. I, I love Clark, but like I don't know. Is he I, I think he's enough? graduated from quad A. I think he has. Yeah. Is he good enough to be a fixture in the rotation? I, I mean, no, no. I don't want him in the rotation. I, he was good out of the bullpen, though. That's what I want him in. We spoke last week about the rotation, um, and that Herman and Clark, one of them would be an eye, someone to keep an eye out on. Both of those guys Both are in the rotation be. now. So, just just a mess, like already a mess. Just like put these guys in bubble wrap because you know we need them to stay healthy. I saw a tweet. I don't remember who it was, of course, again, because we should start really. I should start like saving them so we know who tweeted this. But something that like, like we have to get to the bottom of this. Like, there's something wrong with the Yankees from the core with like their training staff, their medical staff, everything. Like, I don't know if that's true because injuries happen to every team, but it just feels like we just can't catch a break. Well, do you remember when they replaced their medical staff? Like, yeah, they, they recently replaced them, like because we were getting hurt so much. And then this is just a team, I think, that's just made of uh, glass. Team that's made of glass. Hey, man, but we're here for October. Yeah, we're here for October. Woo-hoo, October. Woo! All right. Six months away. We're here for October. <laughs> okay, moving on. Anyways, um, guys. We got to talk about someone again. I don't want to sound like a broken record. We got to talk about Anthony Volpe. Last week, I said to you guys, I think he's ready. Danny, you said you said you got to see more out of him, but he's looked really good so far. I think, Brian, I think you agreed. I think you said he's done nothing, but, you know, uh, just do what everyone's asked him to do and even more than that. So today, started off the game, I think he uh, – I think he hit a double in his first at bat, or he, and then yeah, he hit a double in his first at bat, and then his second at bat he homered. So, is this, I mean we we also got a report from Michael K the other day that there could be a chance we could see Volpe on the opening day roster here on March twelfth. Where do you guys stand here? Is there a chance that Volpe makes the opening day roster? 
I say yes, there is a chance. I think it's Peraza's job to lose. I think they have showed us something. They've been playing IKF at second, third base. Like we said last week, we needed to see happen to be confident that he's not our shortstop. So finally, IKF's play. So that means I think IKF is out. IKF is not our shortstop. It's Peraza. I think it's Peraza's job to lose right now. And honestly, I still want Peraza to be the shortstop. I want I, Peraza has shown it on at the major league level that he deserves a chance at our starting shortstop. However, if Volpe keeps tearing up spring training and Peraza is kind of struggling, then you got you can't not go with Volpe at that point. I think I think there definitely is a real shot if Volpe continues to hit. If Peraza doesn't hit at all, um. I think I think now there is a legitimate shot. Uh, right now, where I stand, I'm still on I'm still on the Peraza train. I'd like to get Volpe a couple more AAA at bats. Um, but if he shows in spring and continues to play like this, then you can't overlook it. He's got to be the shortstop. Well, they can both make the he can still make the roster with Peraza starting. But we don't want could, I don't but, want him. You don't want him on the bench. Where would could, he play? Yeah, I, I don't. We don't want him on the bench. That's the problem. You don't want him on the bench unless okay, go go out in left field. Come on, kid. So I guess I guess we'll pivot to you, Brian, and then we'll, I'll say what I have to say. Um, do you see a scenario where where Volpe makes the roster and is starting at short on opening day? Ooh, starting on short opening day. I don't know about that. Is there a chance he makes the roster? Absolutely. I, I wouldn't. I would definitely bet against him starting opening day. Well, I don't think there's a way. They're not. I don't think they're going to put him on the roster to bench him. Like he's their top you. prospect. I agree with you, Danny. I don't think they'll bench him. I think if he's making the roster, he's going to play. He's got to play. I mean, he's he's. 21 years old, you're number five overall prospect. He's only played 22 games in AAA. You're not calling that a guy like that up to be a bench guy. You're calling him up to start, or you're sending him down to AAA to get more at-bats there. Well, they haven't had him playing second. Maybe he plays second, Glaber DHs, although Glaber might like start crying and like be upset, and then Ugh. might hurt Glaber's feelings, and then he'll hit like 100 for the first two months, and then talk about trading him, and then he'll get sad again. <laughs> I think... I would trade Glaber. I, I think so. Uh, that was the point that I was going to make. I think that you know this is a this is a this is a little fear of for the Yankees. I think that the Yankees. I think their biggest fear is kind of coming yeah. into fruition here. Yeah. I, they don't. I don't think they wanted this. And I think it was Eric Hubs today that I saw tweet. Oh, I was just about to bring this up. This, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a great tweet. Yeah. Do you have the tweet up? You can say it if you have it up. Yeah, I was just about to say it. the whole exchange is pretty good. But anyway, Hubs Hubs is totally right about this. But he tweeted, if Volpe doesn't make the opening team make the team on opening day there's nothing cashman could say other than we lied to everyone and there was never real competition and then following that my favorite reply was this man named john cameron who says he can say that he needs more time to develop which is what responsible people would say what is the hurry and hubs followed that up with found cashman's burner that made me laugh <laughs> out loud but anyway yeah hubs is totally right i think that's the thing the yankees kind of uh screwed themselves by saying that mm-hmm. because they they, they could have said something a lot more vague and just been like yeah we'll see what happens whatever but he said like yeah he has a shot and if and if he's good he will be on the team and they didn't expect him to hit 320 two homers ops over 1100 steal three bases look really good on defense i I really i agree chase i don't think they expect him to be this good uh right away and now they're like great now what do we do i totally agree i think they're they're probably panicking a little bit and again i know i brought up this point last week but i really still think it's important like he's 21 he's not a kid anymore like he's old enough to play and those top five prospects like i said jordan walker's been tearing it up he'll probably make the team for the cardinals like they're all going to be on the team those top five prospects like those guys aren't just anybody they top five prospects are that high for a reason and they should be on their their opening team especially when they're 21 right yeah i I mean i think he will 
if he's not on the opening day roster, if he's not starting at short, I think we'll see him June. I don't think we'll see what happened with Peraza last year where we don't see him until September. I think we'll see him latest. We'll see him June, May, latest July after the trade deadline. I I don't think it'll be like we're just holding out Volpe for the whole year or whatever. I think he will get a shot early, if not opening day. So my my attitude, I like we've come in. I think everybody came into spring training saying no shot, no shot, no shot, no matter how he plays. But now he's actually playing good. So now I really do think there's a shot. I do. I do. So I think I saw on Twitter, um, don't quote me on this because I don't know if I don't know how how accurate this is, but I think that I saw if he gets called up after April, then the Yankees get an extra year of control with him. I don't know how true that is. So again, just take that with a grain of salt. If that is the case, I don't see the Yankees calling him up because they will they've always opted for the extra year of control. I mean, obviously it makes sense. Um you know, just waiting a month. Um, but if that's not the case, then there's no reason to not have him up opening day. And like I said, they, they're having this little log jam now that they've had. Now it's getting even worse because like I said, their worst fears are being real. Like they're happening because, you know, Peraza, obviously Peraza like it's his, like he's, he's ready. He, like he's ready to go. Um, even though he's, I think he's been struggling a little bit in spring training, but like, he's obviously like he's ready to come up. Um, Volpe's looked ready. Glaber's over at second. And then there's a logjam with Glaber, DJ, and Donaldson, and even IKF, if you want to put him in that group too. So that like that means someone's got to be the odd man now. If if Volpe gets, you know, the opening day call up. Because like like we said, Danny, they're not gonna bench, they're not gonna bench Volpe if he gets called up. I I just don't see that happening. So yeah, in, in that scenario. Then they're gonna have to do something with what, whether it's IKF, Glaber, or Donaldson. Um, who do you guys see being the odd man out of those three? IKF. Or actually, even like you could you could even say Peraza too, because I mean, what if they want to trade Peraza? You know, what if they want to trade Peraza and get back another starter or get back an outfielder, like a we, solid outfielder and a starter? That's been a conversation. I feel like in the past, especially like we have to trade either Volpe or Peraza, like um, and. I don't know. The more I think about those two as our middle infield, and I hate to keep bringing up Glaber, and it's not like knocking him, but Peraza playing short and Volpe playing second to me is like the ideal, awesome, fun thing to do. I don't know how they would do it. Yeah, I mean, like, if I could – that's what I want to see, realistically. I don't know about you guys, but I don't know what they could do to make it happen. I don't know if they even think like that. I mean, we did see Volpe is playing second, like I mentioned before, so maybe they're trying it out a little – um, but yeah, I mean, out of those you guys you mentioned, I do think IKF's out, man. Now I think we're finally starting to see it. Like he's not really a factor in this anymore. At least I don't think. Who knows? They could always own surprise us like they do. But I don't think he's a factor <laughs> in this anymore. I think, I, I mean, I think they're they're trying to like push him out a little. All right. Yeah, I I can't. They put they put IKF at second. He hits a bomb. Oppo bomb. They put him at third. He gets gets on with a single, steals two bases. Like he's he, he shines at other positions. I don't want to say shots, but he plays better at other positions, it feels like. So the other day, the Yankees, I think it was the game that IKF homered. They had a home game and an away game at the same time. And they had IKF playing with the away guys, uh, which is like all the minor leaguers, you know, like a lot of the guys who don't have a chance like at all to make the roster. And they had Volpe playing with some of the starters. Do you guys put any stock into that at all? Or is it kind of, do you think just like a... Well, are you talking about yesterday when they had a split squad? Was yeah, I think that was yesterday, right? Was that when he I came? He played third base and Volpe played short in the same game. I think that's even like 
Wait, 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 no, 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 because they were in two separate games. There was one game that was at that was yeah. that was the Yankees were home, and Volpe played with the starters. And there was a game where they were away at the same time. And yeah, it was it was the minor leaguers and Donaldson. Peraza was also shortstop in the game. I can't play second, so that's something to look out for too. But yeah, I really I don't think that they're look seriously looking at Volpe, especially after the judge quotes. Man, like your captain comes out and speaks. One wait, first it is crazy how like you guys said the Yankees are panicking. It's crazy that they're panicking in a bad way when a player is playing well. Like that shouldn't happen. Like it should be a good thing, but. No, especially after Judge, and there were kind of minor leaguers in that lineup too. They were kind of split up, honestly. But I do, especially after what Judge said. Like your captain comes out and says, "Yeah, yeah." Like it doesn't matter. They said he has a shot. Like, don't matter how old you are. If you're gonna help the Yankees win, come help us. Come help us win. Like so, I think especially after when your captain says that, surreal. He's the captain. But someone, someone mentioned on Twitter. Really someone mentioned on Twitter. Again, geez, I'm sorry. Like, I feel like we credit so many people. You're right, Brian. We're gonna have to start jotting these down. But, um, someone mentioned on Twitter that it was like that's like one of the first times we've kind of seen Judge not stick to the mold of being like, you know, like stick to this, like ABC. He's kind of going to like, he's he's moving away from, you know, his generic, you know, responses to these interview questions. So like, I feel like Judge last year, without being the captain, without the extension, he probably would have been like. Yeah, well, we trust the front office. We know like what they, what their, like what their their plan are, plans are. Like, there's a reason why we're all here. But now we see him kind of going against the grain and saying, "If you're gonna help us, like, come up. It doesn't matter how old you are." So, right. I think that's an interesting, an interesting thing. And I'm happy you brought that up, Danny, because I wouldn't have remembered that. Um, but yeah, so Volpe, I'm, I'm hoping. I absolutely love that from Judge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, we we haven't we haven't really seen that from Judge like at all, so it was interesting to interesting to kind of hear. I'm really hoping that Volpe has a chance. He's obviously earned it so far. And st- uh, hey, there's still two weeks left of spring though, so nothing is set in stone. You know that 3.20 batting average could look a lot different in two yeah. weeks, whether it's a good in a good way or in a bad way. You know, so like. And our, our answers, our answers could be different in two days from now. You know, yeah. uh, things change all the time. Right now. I'm going to say it again. Raza's my shortstop. Volpe, keep playing well, and you got a shot too. And then if you're playing this well, then there's no chance I or anybody could not put you at shortstop. But right now, it's Peraza. Keep showing it, kid. Danny has a message for Anthony Volpe. Yeah. Love keep it. Keep showing it. Because you know he's listening. Yeah. And, and, and another, another his dad, message. you know, his dad went to high school with my parents. Let's get them on the pod. Go, Mac. Yeah. Let's, let's get Volpe on the pod. <laughs> yeah, we will. My cousin also let up a grand slam to him when they were 15. It's pretty sad. He said the ball is still in the air. It hasn't landed yet. Look, man, if you're going to give up a grand slam to anyone, wouldn't you want to give it up to a guy like Anthony Volpe? Yeah. <laughs> someone who you know is sick. Um, and, and, and transitioning to someone else who has been lighting it up, I guess we could finish with this. Jason Dominguez, the Martian. Jason <laughs> Dominguez, the Martian. This guy, guys, I mean... He's been absolutely unbelievable. You can even argue that he's looked even he's looked better than Volpe at the plate. Yes. He might he's been like one of the best players in all of spring training. Yeah, definitely. He I I think that's that's an argument to be made. He's got four homers. I don't have the exact numbers up. Four twenty nine, um, four homers, nine RBIs, stolen base, fifteen hundred OPS. I mean that's absurd. That's stupid. That's I mean he's absolutely stupid. It's like like. 
I, I, like obviously the, there's no there's no chance where he comes up. I saw a lot of people saying like let let him play center field after the Bader injury. Like it's not going to happen. No, that's that's just a pipe dream. We won't we won't see him this year. I do. I would be interested to see uh, if he like tears up the minors this year. Where did he finish last year? Double A. Double A. Double A. Yeah. So you'd imagine he probably would finish in Triple A after a year after this year. Yeah. Um. I would love to see if he like shoots up the prospect rankings with another good year. Like if he's in the top ten too. That'd be really, that really awesome. I mean, it's possible. Like the hype coming, the hype, the hype around him coming out was nothing like I've ever seen. And you know, I mean, he started slow, but he was a kid with these crazy expectations. But I mean, right now at the big league spring training, he has, like we said, been one of the best players in of any team. So he struggled. He struggled in the fall league um, this past fall, but doesn't really matter. It's twenty games that he played. So I def obviously he's not going to be up, but it is great to see this man. Like his swing, the ball just sounds different off his bat almost. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. The ball just, it just sounds awesome. It sounds sexy, if you will. I love hearing the ball off his bat. Well, he great. hits tanks. He hits it's tanks. tanks. And he looks good from both sides of the plate we've seen, which is yeah. awesome. It's it's re- it's really exciting because I feel like the Yankees haven't had this luxury of having two guys where it's like, oh my God, like I can't wait for them to come up. Like the last guy that I can remember of me saying like, I can't wait for him to come up was Glaber. But like, I can't remember anyone else aside from that, especially having two of those guys saying, I can't wait for them to come up. It's really something to be excited about. I still think of Peraza. I feel like I'm the only one that's like excited for Peraza. There's not many, like, I don't know. I feel like nobody's talking about I'm definitely excited for Peraza, especially like, like he, he had a good year last year, like, like in the limited at bats that he had on the field too. Like he looked really good in the playoffs on the, in the, on the field, but it's just like he has these other two guys that are kind of overshadowing him, which is the problem for him. No, he's higher. Wait, no, Dominguez passed him right on the prospect list. Yeah, I think so. It was originally it was um I, I'm dude, I'm hoping Raza comes out and just shows out opening day. Yeah, for my rookie of the year bet. I, I hope so, right, Brian? I know. I have it too. That's what I'm saying. Like six hundred dollars if he wins rookie of the year. Yeah. I, so we'll see we'll see what happens there with Peraza and uh and uh Volpe with those rookie of the year bets. Um we'll see how that turns. You guys have both of them, right? I don't have Volpe. I, I'm thinking about it now that he's starting to hit a little bit. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Those odds Volpe might be going up. You better jump on them. That's what. I, that's what I thought. Too. I figured his odds would only get better, so I had to just take it. You better jump on that, Danny. Um, but that's. I think that's everything that I got for today. Um, I want to jump in and say anything. I got one more thing. During the time of recording, our Brooklyn Nets. Finished off a great win uh, over the number one seeded. End it. End it right now. Denver Nuggets. Big win. Cut them off right now. I mean, while we're on the topic, we may as well talk about Aaron Rodgers and Odell Beckham Jr. coming to the New York Jets if you really want to talk about it. (laughs) Well, you guys love talking about the Knicks on Twitter, so (laughs) I get get my Nets time right now. No, yeah. I mean, Nuggets only talk. That is a really good win for Brooklyn. But the Knicks also beat Denver in Denver this year. Also... also, Andre Shaparo is the man. He's the beast. He's a beast for the yeah. Go back to Yankees. He's awesome. He's my third baseman. Screw the Donaldson bounce back. Andre Shaparo. Okay, <laughs> you're done with that. My third baseman. You're you're done with that. The Donaldson I mean the way that way that guy's looking in spring training. I don't know how anyone can still be on that. He <laughs> looks terrible. <laughs> he looks even worse if that's possible. Andre Shaparo in 24 at bats, 333, three home runs, eight RBIs. Come on now, 23 years old. 
Let me get some Donaldson stats up right now, quick. Do you guys remember Donaldson's walk-off single on opening day against Boston? Yeah, and we tweeted. We tweeted that we'd die for Josh Donaldson <laughs> right after that. Yeah, wow. I sent it in the group chat like, oh, crap, freezing cold take. I mean, That's... that was for him. Yeah, right now, spring training, 15 at-bats. He's hitting 200. Does not have a homer. Does not have an RBI. 568 OPS. He looks pathetic. I mean, some of these swings I'm seeing. Yeah. He doesn't have, he doesn't have one RBI? No. <laughs> Dude, that's he doesn't have anything. He doesn't that, have anything. Pathetic. Oh my god. You can have an extra base hit. I don't know. I don't even know how many hits he has. Well, fifteen. What's two hundred of fifteen at bats? Uh, he's three for fifteen. Sucks, nope, 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 nope. Yeah, three. For I can't 15. see him lasting past June. I, I just can't. I can't see it. Yeah, three for fifteen, all singles. The old force retire. Let's do it. And not even just force retire. Like, just force him out. Like, who cares? Cut him, man. You guys see that Frank the Tank, the Frank the Tank tweet when it was like an interviewer Darren Ruff and he like retweets in all caps and says like retire. That's what <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. every like everything that Donaldson does, like he strikes out retire. Yeah. <laughs> every time he does something bad during the year, we're gonna start retire. We're gonna. He start also said today that the Mets can't make the playoffs with Ruff on the roster. New spread the news Twitter campaign: Josh Donaldson retirement party or something. Yeah. Retirement watch party. I'm in for yeah. that. Yep. Anyways, that's all that I got. Unless, like I said, you guys want to jump in and say anything on your, that's on your mind. No. Go Yanks. Let's get go healthy. Yanks. Let's go the United. Let's go United States of America. Yeah. They played a night against Mexico. They're calling it the event of North America. Yeah. See what happens. Yes, I will be back in New York for our next episode. So. Oh, maybe we'll all be together. Good. Be in the New York state of mind as the baseball season approaches. It's been a little. It's been a little bit of a while. Little while for you, right? I haven't been there since the beginning of January. Yeah. Wow. So you need you need that New York air. I do. Are we losing your roots a little bit? A mm. little bit. Definitely. Maybe He's becoming bit. country. A little bit. Oh no, he he is country. He already is country. Yeah. His personality is South Carolina now too. Yeah, it's a little sad. I think we lost him. I mean, the only thing I think the Yankees are the only thing that could make me stay there. Why? <laughs> what else? Is you, would st- you would stay here for Josh Donaldson? You would do that for him? You love Josh Donaldson so much that you would be willing to stay here for him? No, because he better not be on the team. You could watch You could watch the Yankees wherever. Yeah, but you can't go to Yankee Stadium wherever. That's my favorite yeah, place. Yeah, come visit and come to Yankee Stadium. It's not like you go 20 times a year. It's true. Anyways, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. <laughs> Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Spread of the News, on Twitter at Official STN Pod, on TikTok at Spread of the News. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc. Um, stay tuned. I, I keep saying big things coming. We 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 got some exciting stuff coming up. So stay tuned for that, and we will see you guys next week on whether that's sunday or monday i don't know if when we're going to do our schedule of release dates probably mondays like we initially started from last last year so thank you all uh let's go yanks this has been chase brian brian there we go there we go all right see you guys peace